It's the Tim Cornwall Show with Joe Santorsa. Bringing you news from the front lines of the battle to restore the soul of America. And now, here's your host, Tim Cornwall. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 681 of the Tim Cornwall Show for Sunday, January 15, 2023. I'm not saying 2022, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I've written it on a a check. (laughs) Already. Oh, Joe. I'm joined on the show once again by my co-host, co-producer, and resident Photoshop expert, the one and only Joe at Marnus 3. How are you, Joe? I'm in 2023. Yes. And Yay. from down Florida way, messaging Matt. How you doing, Matt? Very well. Thanks. Happy New Year and happy MLK birthday. Yay. And from out on the left coast, Justice Putnam. How you doing, Justice? I'm doing fantastic, and it's great to be back. Glad to have you back. And joining us, the Ed McMahon of the Tim Gormall Show. Hi-o! Francie57. My vision is 2023. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear yourself on the opening of uh, the BFO this week? (laughs) No, I'm going to have to. I'm doing um, binge listening of Big Fatty. That's what I do. I, I don't listen for a while, and then I spend too much time listening and laughing with Dear old Big Fatty. <laughs> Love him. Bigfattyonline.com. Do yeah. not do not go to Big Fatty. Back, Big Fatty. <laughs> <laughs> do not go to BigFatty.com. Go to BigFattyonline.com. <laughs> yes. And you have to put the online in or else you'll get Big Fatty something else that might be vulgar. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't look. I didn't look. All right. If you want to go see. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh. <laughs> Wash your eyeballs. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so what else? I've been out, France, out, out Delaware way, Francie. Uh, it's cold like everywhere else and windy. And, you know, right now, sunny, quiet, I'll take it. Thank you for having me once again. I really need the laughs. Please. Well, glad to have you. We're going to have lots to laugh about today. Good. Because the M&M wars have started. <laughs> and the gas range wars. <laughs> Oh shoot! Oh no! <laughs> You're gonna have somebody's gonna have to tell me how I secure my. Well, it's not a range. I got a gas stove top. So is that easier to secure? I guess I don't you know. know. Somebody's gonna have to help me. Is there a YouTube video to you know walk me through? Right. I mean, who is gonna come in and take my gas stove? Oh, right. <laughs> I think Obama will right after he takes your guns. Right. Hmm? Or oh, He's going to take them all back oh. to Kenya. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, Francie, we're, glad, Francie, we're glad to have you back. And you are. Thank you. Happy to be here. And you are on the. And I'm on fire. Say that again. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Never, I didn't mean that. Oh, Wait, is my stove off? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I don't know if I turned it off. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to go run. I'll be back. All right. At Francie57 <laughs> on the Twitter and on the Mastodon. On and on Twitch and on Facebook a little tiny bit, on Instagram. Um, you know, and if you really love me, you'll go check out my heads, heads up for anything on Facebook. I was on Sven Gooley. Yes, Just putting it out there. You were. I made cut kids, me and the heads. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Francie. Always <laughs> glad you. to have you back. And Justice, what's happening out on the left coast? Well, uh, outside of the atmospheric rivers, uh, 
inundating. And when I say inundating, I mean it's wet. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah we're, we've been getting a few. Uh, I've been fighting wind damage uh, also, which was something different in the amount of time that I've been back in my birth state. So uh, I actually learned, like, do not put the gazebo back in its spot. Do not get all of the garden swings and with their awnings back into place because as soon as you're done, a windstorm comes through and blows them all over again. Right. Yeah. So, oh, wow. So actually, I think maybe the heavy winds have subsided. We'll see. You know, we still have, you know, March and April. And you know what they say. Well, you still got to get, get yes. through February, too. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. The, the weather the weather here in southern Oregon, you know, we we get an actual winter. We get four seasons. And so it's not unusual. But I will say because of the drought, um, maybe this weather is a, a little bit more normal than usual. Mm. But, uh, but, uh, so we've been, I've been dealing with that aspect. Also, I'm finding that when you have these like cataclysms of weather, it's really for young people mm-hmm. because when you're old like us, I mean, my arthritis like was really preventing me from, I got these arthritic knees from being a stoop and being, uh, being Same. a jock when I was younger. So I've got some bad knees, but, uh, you know, right at the time that the storms start coming in, I had bounced uh, the bones in my knee together, you know, bone on bone. Mm, ouch. And uh, so it's like, and it takes weeks to get over that. And I'm still hobbling mm-hmm. around, but at least I'm not on crutches. You know how, how hard it is to pick up uh, umbrellas, garden umbrellas blowing in the yard when you're on crutches? Yeah. Uh, you can't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fun. Right. Oh, hey, good times. But outside of the personal, uh, we here in terms of our political situation, you know, we had a voter approved gun law, which basically said that, uh, you know, you got to have a background check. Uh, The the ammo capacity can only be 10, you know, so you you can carry as many of those multiples of 10 as you want, but each magazine, is that the right term? If I say the wrong term, then anything I say about guns is, you know, nil. So right. I got to make sure I use the proper nomenclature. Um, right. The mags, magazines can only hold 10 and, oh, and, and you have to have, you, you have to take a gun safety class. Mm, okay. Well, apparently that is just too far for these Second Amendment people. This is an absolute constitutional travesty being foisted foisted upon them, even though yeah. it won well, by that, an election. Did that so six, we have um did that six year old did that six year old who shot his teacher take that I training? Know. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, they're going to say he has a constitutional right to do that, and uh, the teacher should just, like, you know, don't cancel the kid. And that won't happen oh to my God. That's what I say they would say, because I'm a satirist. But anyway, um, uh, <laughs> r- rural types, uh, the actual, the usual suspects, actually the usual suspects, the ones that, like, don't want to have, you know, Martin Luther King Day, for instance. They want right. to try, they're right, trying to right. get rid of Martin Luther King day right and uh so well you know critical race theory you know so there you go it's the same same weirdness they're anti-vaxxers they're oath keeper Mm. constitutional sheriffs that's the Mm -hmm. other issue we have here because we have quite a few constitutional sheriffs in the state in the rural areas of course Mm. who say they will not enforce 
you know, these jackbooted rules, uh, you know, foisted upon them, okay. which I, I don't know how that works. I guess they can do that. But anyway, um, we went to court and uh, I got to say, uh, you know, a Federalist Society judge <laughs> said, oh, yeah, we can't allow this uh, law to take effect while we, uh, you know, ferret everything out to see if it's really constitutional. Oh, wow. But as we're moving along, it looks like uh, uh, they're going to start adhering to these draconian measures of that you have to have a background check and you have to take a class. It's just ridiculous. And at the same time, you know, our two-term governor uh, is is leaving and she's being replaced by, you know, a, someone who'd been in the administration, Tina Kotek, and she's great. But I just love how the media talks about Kate Brown as being, like, so unpopular. She was so unpopular, she, she won twice. Right. By fast mandates. Wow. She was unpopular among the MAGAs. She was right. unpopular right. among the constitutional sheriffs. She was very unpopular among the anti-vaxxers. Right, right. <clears throat> and she was unpopular uh, uh, among the anti-LGBTQ uh, crowd who mm -hmm. took her to court repeatedly. Teachers actually in Grants Pass, a couple of teachers said that uh, they felt uncomfortable being around mutants, I guess is what they're trying to say. Wow. And uh, – Wow. Uh, you know, I, I think that's really what a, a lot of this can be described as, you know, X-Men when I was a little kid. It's like, well, society always wants to get rid of the mutants, don't they? And what is a mutant? All of us. We're all mutants. <laughs> so, well, this is probably but, the same uh, crowd that's trying to outlaw drag shows, too. Did you hear about that? <laughs> you know, this is the yeah. other thing I don't understand. Oh, my God. Did that I little kid who shot his teacher get radicalized by grooming drag queens at right. reading hour? I don't think so. I don't think no. he was groomed during drag queen reading hour. He was groomed by an industry that markets cute little guns to boys and little girls. And girls. Have a pink, have a pink have one. Kids guns. Have yeah. a little pink gun you can put it next to your princess yes. phone. There you go. Does this pistol come in pink? <laughs> Actually, you know what? A pink yes. princess phone gun. Man, I can manufacture yeah. it in China. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm going <laughs> off. You can find me on Twitter still. <laughs> I'll blame you. At Justice Putnam. I'm on Facebook. Uh, mostly, I, 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 don't, I don't take part in uh, next door groups anymore. Town oh. groups, that's how you get. That's how you get uh, suspended on on Facebook. Don't so. even oh. start me on Nextdoor. <laughs> oh God, I canceled well, that. Facebook can uh -huh. be like Nextdoor as well. I canceled that. Worse. Oh my God, I got off that Nextdoor years ago. Cess Good Cesspool. You yeah, see, it is. You find out how racist your neighbors really are. You yes. find out things you never wanted to know about your neighbors. Right. <laughs> so I stay away from the town pages now on. Uh, Facebook for the very same reason that you just mentioned, Tim. Right. Yes, but Justice, uh, does this pistol come yeah. in pink? Does this pistol come yeah. in pink? <laughs> yeah, Pepto Bismol pink. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Were you asking me something, Tim? I'm sorry. No, I said, does this pistol come in pink? Does oh, this yes. pistol come in pink? That's absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, apparently, I'm on Instagram. I've been on there for quite a while. I don't know what it does. Also, Tumblr. What? What the hell is Tumblr? Is that like a photographic <laughs> uh, thing? I'm supposed to be on there. 
You can also find uh, me indirectly on Mastodon through our Netroots Radio account. And, of course, you can find me on Netroots Radio when we get fully back on the air, hopefully early this week, as we configure the the new machinery that we just got. And it looks like we've joined the 21st century with it. And there's a learning curve to go from the Middle Ages to now. Yes. All right. Thank you, Justice. And looking forward to you joining us on the Mastodon soon. So. <laughs> yes. So, and uh, and Matt, what's happening down Florida way? Well, I guess I won't get much sympathy for, for saying it's cold here because <laughs> relatively speaking, maybe not so much, but we do have our heat on. I might get some more sympathy if I talk about Governor DeSantis. Oh, God. Things he does. He first he went after Mickey Mouse. Now he's going after colleges, and he he likes to go after things and maybe have a little a little army of thugs at his side, whether they're brown shirts, green shirts, or whatever their shirt color is. Yep. Um, also, interestingly, in Florida, there have been a few Brazilians showing up. Oh, and yes. I don't mean people's grooming habits. <laughs> so um, that's something that may get mentioned, I know, a little later in the show. Yeah, well, uh, definitely. Bolsonaro. <laughs> right, because we had just finished the show last Sunday when all that started happening in Brazil. Right. Uh-huh. Their Insurrection 2.0 Brazilian edition. Yep. 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 So January 8th, I think. Yep, January 8th. Yeah. So, well, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Tell people where they can check you out. Well, I have also left the Angry Bird, as I know, Tim, you have done and others have done. And I've moved over to Mastodon. I'm part of the great Twitter migration. Yes. And I'm happy to report it's a very friendly place. The water is warm. I really like it. And I'm at messagingmatters at mstdn.social. All right. Thank you, Matt. You know, I really like Mastodon, too. So, <laughs> And uh, yeah, as you said, the water's warm. And, uh, you know, it's it's almost identical. To, it's really almost identical to Twitter without all the hate. <laughs> and That's abuse. nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So, and Joe, what's happening up Scranton? Well, you said it's freezing there. Uh, yeah, it's in the 20s. Uh, we have our heat on, too, Matt. Um we have our heat on too, I think. <laughs> had it, had it oh, on. I thought you said you have your hate on too. No, heat. Oh, no. heat. oh okay, good. I got my gas stove on. <laughs> We've had our heat on since uh, July. So that's <laughs> oh, the way no. it is here. <laughs> yeah. Shit. But uh, yeah, so it's cold here. Um, and I got my electric bill. Uh oh. Yeah, it was $850. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. That gas stove on. I have a gas, I have a gas fireplace that we use. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, trying to kill ourselves here with carbon monoxide. Oh. Hey, it's good for you. It's good for your brain, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> At least my brain. <laughs> So I'll tell you. you. Do you but anyway, nothing much happening up here in Scranton. It's cold. It's winter. Yeah, it's winter. Uh, so can well, I can I ask you, Joe, for that eight hundred fifty dollar electric bill? Do you do you have a heat pump? Is that why? Do I have a heat? No, we have a. a actually, we just put a brand new heating system in last year. Oh. Okay. Um, it it's an upgrade to the system we had. We have what we call um, electric storage heat. 
what it does is it's it's uh, the same uh, concept as in the old West. You know, they would put rocks or bricks on the on the stove before bedtime and wrap them in blankets oh, <laughs> around the kids. Okay. Well, what this does is it has uh, it has uh, radiators that are oh. computerized. They have an algorithm too. <laughs> Francis. Oh no! Oh, yes, not the Twitter do. algorithm. <laughs> yeah, they have an algorithm. Well, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. They read the they read the temperature outside, and they charge the heaters inside by the temperature outside, and by your room setting. So it sort of keeps track of how warm you want a room, how cold it is outside, and what it has to do to heat that room. And it stores heat in off-peak times, and then in on-peak times, it circulates, uh, a fan circulates the air through the warmed bricks. Wow. Yeah. It's a... High-tech. It is. It's very high-tech. And it has a little little app on the iPhone, and you can control, oh, boy. Your, control your heaters on your iPhone. And But if your electric bill is $850... <laughs> Well, it wasn't because of that. Oh. I, I I shudder to think if we kept the old yeah system in, which were they were radiators, the similar. It was a similar concept, but we put them in in 1990. Oh, and since then they've really upgraded them to be more efficient. But mm. our Pennsylvania Power and Light uh, just had a rate increase of mm-hmm. forty. Forty percent. Oh my God! Wow. We're doing that out here too. Forty percent. Well, you know, Joe, now is the perfect time because the Inflation Reduction Act will help you pay for your solar panels. Well, see, that's too bad because solar panels aren't going to give me heat. Solar panels wouldn't even light my lights. I was told by the electrical engineer that for me to power my house to the equivalent that it is now, I would need four more acres. <laughs> oh, wow. Filled with solar Damn. panels. Oh, yeah. wow. I would need a solar farm. Wow. It isn't wow. like Are you I'm doing crypto mining in your house? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. No, I don't, don't, I don't have that many computers. Well, I actually do. I do have that many computers. <laughs> and there is, a guy up, there is a guy out the street that has his garage filled with computers, and he does crypto mine. And I <laughs> shudder to think what his electric bill is. Yeah, wow. They wow. run 24-7. Yes, they do. But getting back to this, uh, uh-huh. no, solar panels won't work. It's not like I live in Arizona or Florida where you don't have to heat or your Delaware. house. But, but, yeah. but I, I'll, I'll just put this out, out there. You're in the same latitude as parts of Germany. They get use solar power and I'm just, and they seem to be able to do it through cloud cover and what, what not. So I wonder, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be enough here. We have in Northeastern Pennsylvania, especially in the winter, we have almost 80% cloud cover. Mm. Um, It's, it's very difficult. And uh, I just don't have enough roof. (laughs) I know for a fact, I know for a fact that, Pennsylvania does have, you know, quite a bit of a MAGA culture there. Uh, wouldn't 
the hot air from that move like windmills and stuff? Like, oh yeah, it does. Yeah, in fact, there's there. a windmill up the road from me. Yeah, and there's a MAGA person just breathing on it all the time. <laughs> Man, that's, I'm telling you, that's yeah, one way to now. No doubt. <laughs> Gonna bring your electric bill right on down. Right? Yeah. I actually had a company came up and looked at my house, and they they gave me an estimate, and and it would have amounted to nothing. <laughs> you know, like I said, it would have run our lights maybe. Yeah. But uh, no, I I can't. What we have is about as efficient as we can get. Mm. Uh, it's it's like I said, it's a it's an on peak. They used to offer PPNL used to offer off peak rates so that it was an incentive for you to put this system in when we built. In fact, they paid for part of it back then. And what they would do is it would your electricity going to your hot water heater your heaters and uh, would would turn off at eight o'clock in the morning and everything would run on stored heat. And then at six o'clock at night, your the power would come on to those utilities to, to your water heater and your, your heaters and they would charge all night for the next day. So that you would be heating your house with chart with stored heat all during the day. And in peak hours at night, or off-peak hours at night, when most electricity isn't being used, plants are shut down and stuff. Well, then at night, it charges. So mm, okay. we used my electric bill used to be like ninety dollars a month. Mm, no yeah. more. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous, and now it's ninety thousand dollars a month. Yeah, right. So anyway. Could have been worse without the upgrade, though. So, oh yeah, uh, because when they took my old heaters out, half of the elements were burned out. So all it was doing was pumping electricity into something that was doing nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, we used to joke that when there were these incentives, when we were uh, rehabbing properties, you know, of, of architectural distinction, I should add. Mm-hmm. But uh, part of the incentives, you know, you know, wiring in a certain way. Uh, you know, heating the floors with, you know, the, the water-filled coils and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We used to joke around a lot that, you know, they're going to give you all these incentives, and then they're going to find out that they work too good, uh-huh. and they're losing money on it, uh-huh. and they're going to punish us later, and now we're being punished. Do you know what it's like to be standing on a rug when somebody yanks it? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what they did. Right. So then they took the off peak away because it worked too much. Now they don't give. So what the engineer who put this in uh, last year did, they have a new system where there's PPNL used to used to have the timer on your your meter box, so it would turn your system on and off through PPNL. But now they don't. When they pull the rug from under us, he put he puts his own timer on it, so hmm. it it alternates charging. And not charging, so that saves me a lot of money because it's not charging all the time. Because mm-hmm. the way P- PPNL pulled their old meters and had my thing charging all the time. Oh wow! Yeah, so it, 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 my bill would have been eighteen hundred dollars this month if it wasn't for the new system. What is time? I mean, time's different wherever you are. So mm. yeah, well, or time is is is. Uh, I'm just saying that you don't have to be on the time with the power company. Choose like, well, I'm. No, what you know, they do is they have it set up so every four hours it charges, and then it, every four hours it goes off. Okay. Okay. 
and on, and four hours later it goes on and off and off on and off. So it's charging, and the algorithms inside each one of the heaters is computerized, so that the algorithms keep track of the room temperature that that heater's in and the temperature outside, and it it calculates how much charge it needs to heat that room at the temperature hmm. you have it set to. And so <laughs> instead of four elements coming on all at once, like the old system, it only turns on as many elements as so, it needs to hit that room temperature. So in the LaCarrie novel, an industrious assassin would use this technology to see if someone entered the room by the increase or decrease of temperature. Absolutely. Right. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that, right. that would work, yes. Anyway, you can find me on Mastodon. <laughs> Marnus3 at MSTDN, MSTD? MSTDN.party. DN.party, yes. I have to yes. ask. Sure. I have to ask uh, uh, Tim. <laughs> yes. Okay, Tim. Yes. And you can find me on Facebook. And you can Got find it. me on, it came from Cleveland on Friday okay. night, 7 to 10 Eastern. And that's it. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Joe. And Tim Cormel, still hailing from Pitt, the great city of Pittsburgh in D.C. 15 weeks to go. <laughs> And until I retire. And then uh, we're available on Stitcher for your portable mobile device. TimCormo.com is the website for the show. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and we're broadcast on Netroots Radio. Just at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. on Mondays, as well as on Radio for Humans, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, you can follow me on the Mastodon, Tim Cormall, at mastodon.lol. And I'm talking here to our good friend, Sheila, SL friend. Come join us. Rebecca, come join us. (laughs) Yes. We miss you, but I had to leave the Twitty, so... Yeah. Anyway, and uh, so with that, let's do the follow me. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Pinterest. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on MySpace. What the hell is MySpace? Follow me on Musically. Follow me on Reddit. Follow me on the sidewalk. Follow me on the road. Follow me on WhatsApp. Follow me on Daily Motion. Follow, 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 follow. Here you go. Follow me on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we'll start with Francie. Who is your social media friend yes, of the week? Um, my social media friend of the week. Uh, this person's on Twitter at Tristan Snell, lawyer, founder, uh, Main Street Law, repping small, mid-sized businesses, entrepreneurs, creators, prosecuted Trump University at NYAG. And it also says he's a commentator, MSNBC, CNN, NYNY. Yeah, I picked Tristan because he's been on a roll. Just uh, his finger on the pulse of, of um, the, the news that we're interested in and many people are interested in, like one tweet breaking Trump loses motion to dismiss E. Jean Carroll's newest defamation lawsuit. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Tristan is on any, any other platforms, though, because I didn't see anything, but he might be on Mastodon. He may be. I don't know. But. If you're on Twitter, check them out. <laughs> All right. Tristan's I mean, I'm going to have to expand my horizons, Tim. All right. Okay. Tristan's still on Twitter. All these links will be in the show notes. Thank and you. Matt, who is your social media friend? 
Well, first, I neglected to say that my own messagingmatters.com blog oh. that I founded and edit and write is right there at messagingmatters.com. Huh, but awesome. in addition, my social media follower of the week, which I might shorten to now all a Tusky, um, is a guy that uh, I'm sure has been mentioned many times here, but I think first time by me. That's George Takei. Oh. Ah. Thankfully, he's at uh, he's on Mastodon at George Takei at universodon.com, just like it sounds. And uh, wow, what a bio this guy has in double checking. He's 85. He broke a major glass ceiling on TV almost 60 years ago on Star Trek and could could have lived his whole life just on the residuals from the TV and from the and from his movies, the Star Trek movies. Um, but he has done much, much more. He became an LGBTQ activist and a democratic activist. He's written books. Now he's making his London stage debut, I think this very week, mm-hmm. in the musical Allegiance, yes. which opened on Broadway some years ago and, and now in London. It's about his own family's experience, experiences in World War II being put in the internment camps in the U.S., so I don't know the guy personally, but I think he's one of my favorite people. Yeah, he was one of the first people I followed on Mastodon. Yeah, me too. And yeah. I read, I read. Awesome. I don't know if it still is, but I read he he has the most followers of anybody on Mastodon. <laughs> oh, cool! Wow. So. Oh, so that reminds me, if I may, I want to read a, a post by him from a day ago because I think it's one of the epic comebacks I've ever seen. So um, he's responding to Senator. Marsha Blackburn, who who wrote, she wrote, a government that thinks it can control what stove you use is a government with too much power. So George Takei writes back, and yet you are here controlling what women can do with a bun in the oven. Yes, I saw that. (laughs) Yes. That was good. Oh, yeah. Or actually, that's more of a boom. All right. Yeah, right. That's a boom. Right. All right. All right. At George Decay at Universadon.com on Mastodon. All these links will be in the show notes and we'll go to Justice. My social media friend follow of the week is Laura Bassett at L.E. Bassett, who is the editor in chief at Jezebel. And oh. you can find her on post and Instagram with that same handle at L.E. Bassett. On and Twitter. Of course, she hails out of Brooklyn, New York. And mostly the reason that uh, uh, Laura Bassett is my <clears throat> social media follow of the week is because I, I am really, I, I want to be back in civilization again. I really, really do. And the kind of irreverence that you get out of Brooklyn is exactly what this country needs. And she's been on a tear. So follow Laura Bassett at L.E. Bassett. All right. That's on the Twitter. And all these links will be in the show notes. And we'll go to Joe. My Twitter friend of the week. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I had to revert back to Twitter because she's not. I can't find her anywhere else. Is uh, Nicole Wallace. Oh, yeah. From uh, uh, Deadline White House. De- Deadline White House. Because after all this nonsense started with the uh, the. Uh, the Biden uh, documents. Um, she was the first one that day to come on the air and say and call bullshit on the whole thing. 
right and tell the media who are the yeah that you're doing the same thing to this that you did in 2016 with hillary's emails yeah breathlessly having specials and bulletins and 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 breaking news about nothing but making it seem like some horrible crime has been committed here i mean don't get me wrong apparently we have a problem with the the handling of classified documents in this country uh both in maybe overclassifying documents and the, the way they're handled when people leave office but that said my god you you don't see the difference between you know, and and then the media, they're they're just breathless. In well, oh, Kevin McCarthy is just about to go on and address, and they're going to announce, and they make it sound. And remember, it was twenty sixteen how this went down. Yep. Every time WikiLeaks told us that that uh, one of Hillary's campaign staff said something about Catholics, Jesus Christ, there was head headlines all over the goddamn CNN and everything. Yep. You know. Uh, middle middle uh, management uh, uh, staffer uh, sends email about Catholics. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you yeah, know they were just breathless, and it made this 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 non-story. It, it actually ruined her. Yeah, well, actually ruined her. And they're going to do the same thing to Biden. Yeah. Yep. Well, they're you gonna, know they're, they're doing it, and 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 and. It's called the politicoization of the media. Yeah. They're just insistent that they have to bend over backwards or forwards uh, <laughs> to prove that they're not biased. Well, you know, I, I, I was listening to Keith Overman this week in his uh, Countdown podcast. And, you know, he, oh, I love it. he pointed out that, you know, uh, that the day after the story broke – on his show the day after, he reported that when the news broke, MSNBC spent 14 minutes discussing it that evening. Mm-hmm. Fox News spent something like 19 or 21 minutes discussing it. CNN spent almost two hours yeah. discussing it. Yeah. And the Ridiculous. worst offender was, was Anderson Cooper with just yes. the breathless and bringing on all these both siders and and the yep. whataboutism and oh well we can't buy it well there's no way the justice department will be able, now be able to go after Trump, Donald Trump over the thing what happened to no fear or favor uh, what happened to the no fear part yeah really you know <laughs> and the no favor part they yeah. don't want to politicize the dust justice department so what did they do they politicized the Justice Department mm-hmm. yep. because by any statute, there's no way they appoint a special prosecutor for Trump, and there's no way they appoint a special prosecutor for this nonsense. Okay, the only reason they did it was to avoid criticism from the loudmouths that live in trailers with no teeth. Right. <laughs> Thank you. And have halitosis instead of uh, a brain. <laughs> oh, I just wish. I just wish that. The media, I mean, the media actually is is an example of that affliction called American amnesia because they really, <laughs> I mean, let me just cut to the chase. Every time the shit, the ass is going to hit the fan on Trump, mm-hmm. th- there, there's a leak of something of, uh, you know, a, 
you know, a like a similar sort of thing that Joe did or somebody else out there did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the timing of so, this is really. Suspect. Yeah. And I, I gotta say, I, without putting a tinfoil hat on it too much, and I don't want to step on your no. uh, Twitter. I mean, your social media segment here. Go for it. But, um, <laughs> cause uh, I'm pissed. I, you know, I, I keep thinking about how major didn't like certain secret service agents. Right. But now we're finding out that maybe those secret service agents that Major didn't like were Trump plants and that, well, not plants, but aficionados uh, to the point where Joe himself doesn't trust his security detail. Mm-hmm. He, he keeps people from his VP days. And um, I don't know. I mean, you think about every single secret service agent's phone scrubbed. Right around the insurrection, mm. yeah. And yes. now, and now we're finding like these documents and like next to his Mustang in his garage. Give me a break. Oh, his Corvette. His Corvette. His Corvette. Also, also, you know, Corvettes. the archives. <laughs> the archives didn't seem to think any of these were important, and the intel community didn't have to seem seem to have any record of it. Yet, with the Trump documents. All of these were like known. Like, where's this one? Where's that one? We got to find this and well, somewhere on this property. The Trump documents look, look. were like nuclear secrets. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Look, you know, I don't know. First of all, I understand the, the concern with having classified documents in places they shouldn't be. Right. They should be in skiffs, and yep. only handled by people that are qualified and and authorized to handle them. Okay. And when Correct. they're being handled by others. For whatever reason, they should be tracked. And I don't understand yeah. why somebody from the archives isn't in every outgoing presidential office supervising whatever low-level staffer they have. And I'm sure that the staffers they have packing these boxes isn't the chief of staff. Right. Okay? Except right. in Trump's case where he was directing them to steal stuff. Right. You know, but but why why doesn't the archives have somebody supervising this and making sure? Wait a minute, that document belongs to us. That document belongs to us. You can't pack that away. That's 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 ours. Probably. Why do you leave it to people that don't know what the fuck they're doing? Also, also remember, it wasn't just documents, but actual largesse. I mean, paintings off the walls, statuary, furniture. Yeah. It's the yeah. difference between it's the difference between the best analogy I heard was okay you're you're in a grocery store line with yeah. your kid in in the basket and your kid grabs a candy bar and puts puts it in his pocket and right. you 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 leave and not th- not knowing okay and now you find this, this candy bar in his pocket you say where'd you get that oh I took it off the shelf and well then you go back in the in the grocery store and you tell the clerk you know my my son took this and I want to pay for it yeah that's not the same thing as you go in. To the grocery store and you start stuffing hams into your coat right. and then run out and jump in your car and try to get away. Right. Right. Well, you know, there's a difference here. Yes, there is. Joe, and then when Joe they come spilled some milk, Joe spilled some milk, told the manager and then helped the manager clean it up. Clean it up. Yep. And then and Trump, Trump stole the milk truck, drove it into the wall of the restaurant and then sued the manager for reporting. The crash. There you right. go. Yeah. There you right. go. There you right. go. And anyway, getting back to the media, just to <laughs> summarize here. Fuck you, CNN, 
And yeah. fuck you, MSNBC, too, because they were doing the same thing during the day. Yeah. Oh, Andrea Mitchell. My God, Andrea Mitchell, will you quit already? Right. <laughs> like, I, I don't need you, your perspective on this, and I don't, I don't need your both-siderisms. I know. I had to turn her off a couple I, times. Go to hell, oh Andrea. Go with your old bag of a husband and rock. <laughs> Right. I, 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 okay. we, we I don't watch. need, and MSNBC is the only one I watch, and the only ones I watch on there is Nicole Wallace, my Twitter friend of the week, by the way, <laughs> which is where we were. Yes. Is Nicole Wallace. On Mondays, I watch, I watch, uh, uh, Rachel. Rachel, and then Lawrence O'Donnell, because he's the only other one that says, hey, media, cut it out. Right. You're, you're Hillaryizing. Joe Biden, yeah, they pilloried Hillary, and now yep. they're gonna now they're gonna Poseidon Biden. Yeah. Well, Alex Wagner was Jesus doing Christ. that too. So stop it. So yeah, yeah. yeah this is an odd story, and 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 that that special counsel is going to come back and say nothing nothing to see here. Keep right. moving. Yeah. Just like the, the the other. I don't know. I don't know. They may find that he uh, stole some panties somewhere. Well, that, that was only to, that's the best way to polish your Corvette. I'm just right. saying, special counsels, they might not have any parameters if they're not careful. Now, uh-huh. you know, the thing is, is that I, you know, I really believe that some of those documents, because we don't know what they were. They haven't said anything about what they yeah. were. Some of them were probably his schedules from travel when he was vice president. They would yep. have been classified at the time. But now, you know, seven, eight years later, who cares? They're probably not even be worth being classified. They were classified at the time for his safety. You know, and they did say right. some of it was schedules. They said that when the and, news broke. And Joe was right because a lot of times in packing, I mean, this is the other thing. Joe says he didn't know they were there, and that could be – and that probably is true, which in any other instance we wouldn't ever suspect it to be otherwise. But, you know, you have – uh, junior staff or interns or whatnot, you know, putting things in and paper looks like paper sometimes. Yeah. Maybe, you know, the designation wasn't necessarily, well, I don't know how it works. It's right there, but it doesn't, I don't know. I think like what Joe said, you know, what's a calendar? You right. don't think of a calendar having top security. First of all, if I, I was sent in me, if they called me up by the phone and said, would you go down to, to Washington and pack up uh, the okay. ex-presidents? You know, and I went in there and I saw classified documents. I wouldn't know a classified document is from my yeah. ass. There you go. Okay. And if they were laying on his desk, I'd throw them in a box. And you're going to leave it up to people like that. And let's face it, that's who's packing this shit. Right. Some, some goddamn low-level staffer who's more interested in writing his resumes and getting it off to employers to see where he's going to work the next couple of years mm-hmm. than whether it, w- what he's packing is classified or not. And probably never saw a freaking classified document in their life. Right. If I saw a, a yellow and a red and a, a, a this and a that, I, I yellow, red, it's all different color paper. It go, goes in the box. Well, and and what it is, it's not it's not the color of the paper, it's it's the markings at the top and the bottom of the page. It's well, like that's special. a hell of a lot different than than Trump, who was sitting in his Oval Office, saying that belongs to me. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, mine. it's mine. Yeah. It's mine. I want it back. It's mine. And then when he got caught, wouldn't give it back. And, and then when he was subpoenaed, lied about it. And then he went well, and this last let's week. Face the fa- and, and just, to, just, to, just to put a, a, a dot on the eye and let me get off this, is that 
look, <laughs> uh, uh, the crime that they're investigating with Trump is not possession of those documents. No. The crime they're, 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 that, that is most liable to come out is obstruction of justice right? and, yep. and lying to, to federal agents. Right. Yep. Okay? That's the kind. There's no obstruction with Biden. Well, actually, okay. I, I would disagree because according to the media, they were obstructing from knowing that he had the, had the knowledge of an active investigation trying to find out if there was a crime and you're not supposed to talk about that per Justice Department protocol. And they're blaming Joe for that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh-huh. Why didn't he let people know before the midterms? Well, and you and you saw. Oh, oh, oh yeah, because the Republicans were so forthcoming before the midterms yeah, about, right. about exactly. one George Santos. Right. Almost right. two years. Almost two years of Trump having this brouhaha with the FBI and the the archives. We didn't hear about it. No, and we're still until we're, until he got a subpoena. Until he got subpoenaed. And the FBI came in and searched his place and found the stuff. Well, not even when and he was subpoenaed. Trump, we didn't and then Trump came the out and said it. We didn't and even so the know media the saying, subpoena. oh, well, Trump divulged when he, like, was raided after almost, well, 18 months. We didn't even know about the subpoena that happened in May. Right. right. We didn't find out about these documents till his house was That's legally right. searched pursuant to a legal warrant. And if I hear the word raid one more time on any lip on MSNBC, I'm going to smack them. Yeah. Well, and and on top of that, and on top of that, Tuesday of last week, I think it was, Trump went and gave a speech in Florida or in Arizona, some kind of campaign Uh thing. And he flat out said, those are my documents. They belong to me and they need to give them all back to me. (laughs) He said it. Wow. Can you get them? Yep. All right. On the other hand, you have a, you have a congressman from the third district of New York. Yep. Well, no one even knows who the fuck he is. By the way, Tony, Tony, Rain, Tony. Rain. <laughs> hey Rain. <laughs> so, so Rain posted our good buddy Rain, uh, 1967. Yes. She she posted on Facebook yesterday. She said, "I want to see George George Santos' birth certificate," and I just replied, "Well, unfortunately, it was lost when he was at the Vatican when he was the Pope." <laughs> <laughs> shot. Oh God! <laughs> so. shot. Oh yeah, there you go. Right, Ramshot. I'm late. All right, so uh, yeah. all right, so Joe, that was uh, at Nicole D. Wallace on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that was a long. <laughs> well, I think we hit a record here because we're 48 minutes in the show and we haven't even gotten to my Twitter friend of the weekend. <laughs> so, oh, so, but anyway, so I got two. All right, <laughs> first was. Is uh, at twelfth t one two t h r i t s at mstdn dot social. He goes by lot underscore forty nine, and I picked him because he sent out this uh, this post on Mastodon. Uh, LOL, Trump Trump being deposed in the E. Jean Carroll case, and it's a screenshot from the transcript. And imagine the Trump voice happened would never happen. And I posted and I will continue to post it until such time as, and then I will sue her after this is over. And that's the thing I really look forward to doing. And I'll sue you too, because this is how, how many cases do you have? How many, many cases? And I know the statements that were made, they were made. 
keep Trump busy because this is the way you defeat him to keep him busy with litigation. So you be so I, I will be suing you also, and I'll be suing her very strongly as soon as this case ends, and I'll be suing you also. Question: Are you finished? Are you done? Oh, <laughs> How do you sue lightly? Right? How do you? Oh no! I'm going to be suing her very strongly. Very strongly. Very strongly. The lawyer just says, are you done? (laughs) The lawyer says, are you done? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. So 12th RITS at MSTDN.social. These links are in the show notes. And uh, also, this morning, I I normally wouldn't do this, but T, T Brown, our good buddy T Brown, she tagged me in a post on Facebook. And it was a TikTok video by her her social media friend from last week, Texas Trey. And he pretty much explained what happened this week. So let me make sure I got this right. 87,000 IRS agents dressed in drag and high on rainbow fentanyl are coming to take our gas stoves and replace them with electric ranges has been smuggled across the U.S. border by Mexican cartels. But not to worry, because we're going to get to the bottom of whether or not the green M&M is a lesbian, the body composition of the purple M&M, and we can smoke in the Capitol building again. <laughs> Pretty much where we're at. Pretty much where we're at. Isn't that true? Yep. Yes. Yes. Can you believe in the? Is it the house in the house rules that they allow them to smoke in the cloakroom again? What? Yep. You didn't hear that? Yeah. Well, you know who's in charge again? The metal detectors, and now and they can smoke in the in the building. Part of the deal. Unbelievable! Wow. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Non-smokers are woke. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Right, right. Anyway, all these links uh, will be in the uh, in the show notes over timcorner.com. That was uh, texas.trey on TikTok. And uh, so uh, representative uh, Richie Torres was on uh, MSNBC when uh, Julian Castro was guest hosting last weekend. Before I let you go, you've been one of the harshest uh, critics of uh, fellow New York congressman, freshman congressman George Santos. You even introduced an act named after him uh, to ban lying on the campaign trail. Uh, Santos now appears to have perhaps flashed a, a white power symbol while voting yesterday. Uh, what's your reaction to that? Well, apparently uh, George Santos is not only Latino and black, but he's also white now. Um, uh, <laughs> he's just an utter embarrassment. Um, he, he has no business serving in Congress. It diminishes the institution, to have him seated, to have him sworn in. Uh, and so I've called yep. on him to resign. But George Santos ultimately is not simply a reflection on himself. He's an indictment of what the Republican Party has become. That's correct. When you have a political party that has been hijacked by Donald Trump and the far right, charlatans like George Santos will inevitably follow. And so I see the scandal of George Santos in the context of the Trumpian rot, the far right rot that lies at the core of the Republican Party. Amen. Amen. There you have it, you know? I mean, it's just crazy. And did you see the clips of them going out and interviewing people in the streets in his district? And they were like, oh, well, you know, maybe we should give him a chance. And I'm like, oh, hell no. You know, you're giving him carte. You give him carte blanche to get away with that. Every single, how many other candidates are going to be on the ballot in 2024 running on complete lies? They, they oh. didn't have 
I did see some clips of some uh, of his constituents who are absolutely livid. Oh yeah, I saw I those mean, too, and the Republicans too. It's like, yeah, this guy out but, of here. yeah, I know, but it's just like, oh, give him a chance. No. <laughs> also, there was something troublesome that I saw on social media, not just on the Bird app, but um, <clears throat> some some relatively liberal-minded pundit types and others who questioned whether it was really the white power symbol. It could have been by accident. Uh-huh. And I, it just, it harkened back to 2016 and 2014, actually, when uh, there was all these excuses of, oh, oh that they, they weren't flashing the uh, white power symbol. They were playing the circle game. Uh-huh. You remember that meme oh. from way back? Yeah. And it, it, it was right. like, I, are, are we, are we doing like Hillary in 2016 all over again. It sure seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Because that was clearly the Pepe song. Yep. Yep. Well, I think the only way he's going to get out of there is he's going to get indicted, <laughs> you know, because yeah, I mean, so, this so. whole, this whole Ponzi scheme. On the other hand, the justice department might say that they can indict a sitting uh, fraud. They've done it before. But we can't incite it. They've done yeah, it. Before. I know. I'm thinking I'm ab scam years old. They sent in undercover guys acting like they were from Saudi Arabia to entrap people, and they busted them right in their office. Right, you know? But did you see, what's his name? Um, Scott Perry? What district is he from, Joey? He's from Pennsylvania. What district is he from? What area? Do you know? Joe, did we lose Joe? Just dapped away. Ah, well, that's, he he was on. That's one uh, of the guys I thought could run the windmills in Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, he was on with uh, with uh, George Stephanopoulos. Here. About January sixth investigation, Department of Justice officials have seized your cell phone. They've gone over your emails. Have you also appeared before the grand jury? I have not appeared yet. But let me say, let me say <laughs> this, George. For me, it's always been about open, fair elections where it's easy to vote, but it's really, really hard to cheat. That's where I've always been. Nothing has changed. Well, but all, all the courts said that there was, a, there was no widespread fraud in the January 6th election. If you're called to appear before the grand jury, will you plead the fifth? Look, I'm not going to speculate on what might or might not happen in the future. But again, my position's been very clear. And quite honestly, I think it's the same position almost every single American has. Should be easy to vote, but should be really, really hard to cheat. And whether it's fraud or not is immaterial. There are things that have been done that make this vote more important than that vote. And that's not acceptable. Each vote should count the same. The speaker has also reportedly said that he's going to appoint a church-style committee to investigate the investigations. Uh, since you're part of the investigation by the Justice Department, will you, pl- will you pledge not to serve on that committee? Well, why should I be limited? Why should anybody be limited just because someone has made an accusation? Everybody in America is innocent until proven otherwise. And I would say this, the American people are really, really tired of the persecution and the instruments of federal power being used against them. We're talking about uh, parents that go to school board meetings for the schools that they pay for with their taxes and having the temerity to question the curriculum. And then they're put on a, you know, they're, they're red flagged or they're flagged by 
by the Department of Justice and the FBI for attending a meeting. That's not what America's supposed to be about. That sounds like some uh, tin horn horn third world dictatorship. Sure, we're going to investigate and uh... we need to. We need to make sure (laughs) that that these, uh, these agencies aren't running amok and aren't out of control, which clearly they are. Doesn't that pose a conflict to you since you're also part of the investigation? Uh, yes. So should everybody in Congress that disagrees with somebody be barred from doing the oversight and investigative powers that Congress has? That's our charge. And again, uh, that's appropriate for every single member, regardless of what accusations are made. I get accused of all kinds of things every single day, as does every member uh, that serves in the public eye. But that doesn't stop you from doing your job. It is our duty, and it is my duty. It's your duty to investigate to, to, to try to gum up the FBI in your own inv- when they're investigating you. <laughs> yeah, that's your duty. Was, was that your, was that in your oath of office to protect and defend the Constitution? Yeah, really. <laughs> Guess he he skipped that part. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Or let's, let's remind ourselves about these these just you know peaceful school board meetings mm. that where parents are just being canceled out right and left by the woke mob sitting sitting at the on the board um mm. it the, uh, these school board meetings have turned into mini january 6th yeah okay? let's be clear they they go there with guns yeah you know they go there packing Mm-hmm. Or they yeah. go in front of the school board's uh, uh, member's house and burn crosses and and and, and, right. and mm-hmm. threats, yell threats at them. <laughs> they didn't just go there to talk about curriculum or about closing or opening a school. No. That's not why the FBI flagged them. They flagged them mm-hmm. because they go there with the guns loaded, yeah. ready to kill somebody. Yep. Over crap that they read <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> Over something that's never that, that's taught in a, in, a, in, a, in a third year lost law class, it's and also true. the charge yes, that he made as an elective, the charge that Perry makes <laughs> that uh, you know people on uh, you know the Hill get uh, accused of things all the time. Yeah, but not all of them have like a duly uh, warranted uh, confiscation of their phones either yeah, for yeah. taking part yeah, really. in an insurrection to violently overthrow the United States. Right. Yeah, really. You didn't all have warrants issued yeah. because there were evidence of a crime on your phone. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I think what bothers me the most about this whole issue of what's happened to America. Hang on. Oops. You all right, Fancy? <laughs> Uh-oh. I think, I think a jet just landed in your backyard. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Is that never in my wildest dreams would I think that a hippie like me who became a punk would have to be the adult in the room. It's really, it just bugs me. Damn brats out there. Yes. Only good Republican knows they're taught, don't do the right thing. Don't ever recuse when you're supposed to. I mean, look at Clarence Thomas. He's a, a walking conflict of interest uh, yep. with his wife I might, on January I might 6th and other things. On his oh. being buddies with Dick Cheney and all kinds of things. And that, that's what they do. Don't expect them to do the right thing. I think we need to be careful, uh, possibly adjust on our side uh, how often we want to voluntarily be the nice guys when we know they don't do it on their side. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and even this guy Santos, I mean, he's learned like, 
just be blatant with your crimes and they can't do anything about it. Yes. I mean, that's what that's what Trump taught everybody. Just, you know, if if they accuse you of doing the crime, you go, I did it. And then you do it twice as hard. Mm -hmm. Yes. But there is one question. though, Justice. There is one question, though, Justice. Maybe, Matt, you would know you're in Florida. Did uh, Matt Schlapp uh, fondle the junk of uh, Bolsonaro? (laughs) 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 Literally, I'm not going to touch that one, but... You know what? You know what the civil case will be called when it gets taken to court? (laughs) A Schlapp suit. Oh, gosh. Right. Okay. All right. I've been waiting. De- I've been waiting a decade to use that joke in an appropriate time. I just right. Gotta tell you. Yeah. He was just. He was just. He was just slapping the meat. Right. <laughs> I want to know the name of Mercedes Pool Boy. He was just pressing the flesh, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, right. Yes. <laughs> All right, all right. So, uh, trying to drive the stick shift. Yes, but did you guys see? <laughs> oh, did you, it was an automatic car. Oops. Did you guys see Nancy Mace on MSNBC this week? Oh, I'm sick of her. Too. Oh my God, really? She sits up here and she's like, "Oh well, you know, these abort. Well, first off, these abortion bills that the House passed were just like things that don't exist." <laughs> Yeah. Right. So, Not you know, alone. if 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 a baby it comes out alive when it's being aborted that that it, the doctor has to make sure it has a chance to live. What? <laughs> Wait, what? That doesn't happen. <laughs> no, and she's talking about late-term abortion too, which is you know, not a thing. It's not an right. abortion. Thank in you. That sense. It's already a straw man. Yeah. No, it's just it's just You know. All I can she, you know, and, and the, the, here's the media again. Yeah. Oh, the, they, they all they talked about was the moderate re- Republicans. What fucking moderate Republicans? I'm there sorry. Aren't any. I need right. a curse jar. But moderate Thank Republicans, you. every one of the so called moderate Republicans voted for that, that, that idiot who was selling his soul in pieces to the farthest right nuts in Congress. Yep. And they kept voting for him on every ballot. Yep. Well, I mean, look how what moderate I, could you be when you knew what he was doing? Yeah. You well, knew he was selling his soul to all those nuts, like like Matt Gates, right? Yeah. You still voted for the son of a bitch. So right. how moderate are these moderates? Yeah. You're full mm-hmm. of shit. There's no moderate Republicans. There's no moderate. Republicans. Right. Well, I mean, this is what I mean. She went on MSNBC and she's talking about, oh, well, the voters, you know, spoke about what you know about how they feel about a woman's right to choose, and we really shouldn't be pushing these these anti-abortion bills, you know, because that because seventy percent of the country, will, but yet she went on the floor and voted for it. Right. She voted Just like for she it. voted for Kevin McCarthy mm-hmm. fifteen yeah, fucking right. times. She's a moderate. Uh huh. Nope. Be quiet. Yeah, right. Right. Well, yeah. and Mehdi Hassan had a little bit to say about these committees being set up. Gave itself carte blanche to access any information it wants, including anything shared with the House Intelligence Committee, which is often highly classified and limited to just those Intel Committee members. But wait, there's more. This panel can also pursue, quote, any other issues related to the violation of the civil liberties of citizens of the United States and any other matter relating to information collected pursuant to the investigation conducted under this paragraph at any time during the 118th Congress. Remember the days 
when we thought the Patriot Act was invasive. So let's not pretend this yeah. has anything to do with anything other than party politics. How do I know that? Just listen to the guy who's now in possession of the gavel back during Benghazi. Mm -hmm. Everybody thought Hillary Clinton was unbeatable, right? But we put together a Benghazi special committee, a select committee. What are her numbers today? Her numbers are dropping. From the horse's mouth. Right? Look, this is not government of the yeah. people, by the Ours. people, or for the people. This is cynical, partisan, attention-seeking, undermining of democratic government by power-hungry authoritarians. It's McCarthyism yep. all over again. Only this time, it's Kevin, not Joe. There you go. Yep. Yes, and Joe, I think that takes us right down to the clone car garage. <laughs> right? Yay! <laughs> yes. Well, what we have here... <laughs> <laughs> is a failure to communicate. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I was going to say! Oh, hey, Luke! <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it, it was McCarthy tunes this week, right? Right, yep. So, uh -huh. as everybody knows, okay, so last week, Kevin McCarthy spends four days cutting up his soul and selling it as many pieces as the current Speaker of the House would buy. Right. <laughs> right? Wow. Needless to say, it took every piece... <laughs> And then a few. He had to borrow from Steve Scalise. <laughs> oh, right. However, whenever you're selling your soul, as they say, huh? okay. the, devil, the devil is in the details. Always. Right? So let's see what the devil got in return for his investment, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, because he, he, bought, he bought a tainted soul, I'll tell you. There you that. go, right? <laughs> so let's go over – I know – the media wasn't forthcoming in, in, oh, in telling really? us, in, in digging up all the concessions that he made, but we were at the Clone Park. Oh, Park. okay. Oh, yeah. Yay! Yeah. Now, here are some of the ones you're never going to hear about, except in the cloakrooms that are smoke-filled now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <coughs> Listen to this one. In a concession to Matt Gates, Kevin McCarthy has lowered the age of congressional interns to 13. Oh. oh. Also, I'm going to need the barf bag. <laughs> also, there will be a mandatory upper age of 15. <laughs> you don't want them too old, you know. <laughs> also, Gates will receive a monthly dating stipend of $1,000 direct deposited into his Venmo account. Oh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, you're not going to hear this on the media. They're okay. not going to tell I you. I know, boy, but I feel sick. How about what Lauren Bulber got? Oh, okay. Uh -oh. Yeah. In return for her present vote, which yeah. <laughs> I can't believe she's ever present. <laughs> but anyway, um, <coughs> she will chair a subcommittee to investigate the Biden administration's involvement in the case of the wonton killing. Oh. 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 oh, I'm sorry. That, that was wanton. <laughs> wanton oh. <laughs> she got that wrong. Uh, yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 
The Congressional Gymnasium will now be renamed. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I didn't tell you yet. <laughs> will be renamed in honor of Representative Jordan. Oh, no! <laughs> and will be called Jim Jordan. No! That's G-Y-M Jordan, yes. He will be... He will be the... And he will be... The wrestling coach. Oh. oh, yes, yes. The first rule of Jim Jordan is you don't talk about Jim Jordan. Mm. Oh boy. And the second rule of Jim Jordan is Jim <laughs> Jordan sees and hears nothing. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give that guy a pile driver. Yes. Sergeant oh. Schultz. Yes. Right. I loved him. Yeah. How about Marjorie Taylor Green? Oh, what'd you get? Uh-oh, I got to put my drink down. Wait, yeah, yeah. Hold, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Oh, boy. <laughs> she will chair a subcommittee on the House Cafeteria's gazpacho police mishandling of peach dishes. <laughs> <laughs> During the speakership of Nancy Pelosi. No soup for you. <laughs> no soup. Yeah, really? And he will work closely with Representative Bobart. Oh. The involvement of the gazpacho in the wonton killings. <laughs> oh, will there be yes. a steel cage match? Yeah. Right. yeah. Acknowledging her desire for revenge, Representative Green is quoted as saying, gazpacho is a dish best served cold. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, the House Ethics Committee will be chaired by a freshman congressman, George Santos. <laughs> oh, boy. According to the newly elected Speaker McCarthy, and I quote, there is no one in Congress more qualified to identify an ethical behavior than Representative Santos. <laughs> what? Yeah, McCarthy bragged hell. He got elected, and we don't even know who his real name is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> McCarthy added that Santos Committee will have a blank checkbook, just like the one he stole from the old lady in Brazil. Right. (laughs) All right, there you go. (laughs) And finally, thank you. Every Republican member of the House must watch how a bill becomes law on (laughs) Sesame Street. Just to be sure they never, ever accidentally pass one. <laughs> right. Here he goes. Woo! Yes. Now, this is only a partial list. Only the devil knows himself what the total price he paid and what he got in return. Oh boy. However, sources close to the demon told us that after looking into what McCarthy put in, who, who McCarthy put in charge, he's yeah. considering suing to get his money back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess that uh, it took 15 votes and 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 five days for him to become speaker, and I guess that uh, that uh, the whole thing where they were the first thing Congress was going to do was read the Constitution out loud. I'm still waiting for that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Whatever happened with that? Don't they do that at the beginning of every session of Congress? They do, but did they do it and it just not yes. get covered? Because the Congress, because I mean, my my understanding is every session begins with a reading of the Constitution. Yeah, but the uh, yeah, but they didn't do it, did they? 
I don't know. I, if they, I don't know if they did it. Well, no, they were voting. They couldn't figure out who they were going to have as a speaker. Right. How could they? And then finally, oh, and Saturday morning, they dis- dismissed after they elected McCarthy, and then they didn't vote on the rules till Monday night. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall. Yeah, but my understanding is that every session of Congress begins with a reading of the Constitution. That's right. So that's nothing new. But I thought they said they would do it every day. Yeah. Oh. Well. But yeah. that's after they. Would that be inflation and gasoline prices? See, I don't get the Democrats. Why one Democrat should be assigned every day to stand up and. <laughs> Nominate and vote to vacate the chair. Right. <laughs> so they have to have a, have a have a speaker vote every freaking day. Well, yeah. well, because yes. because uh, Joaquin Jeffries uh, said no. <laughs> he yeah, said he said I we're know. not do, we're not we're not going to do that. So damn damn those reasonable. <laughs> That's what I was I saying. Know. Why be the nice guys? I think Republicans would do that to us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah in a heartbeat. I I I think uh, Nancy said hold your. Fire, keep your powder dry. You'll know when to use it. Yep. Yeah. That might still be on the table. Yeah. Well, you, you know, never know. Did you see this morning? Yeah. This morning on uh, Jonathan Capehart's show, someone brought up the fact that, well, what happens if, you know, we're they're in the midst of these negotiate you know negotiations over raising the debt ceiling and in the middle of it <laughs> they make a motion to vacate the chair and they don't have it and end up without a speaker in the middle of the negotiations <laughs> yeah right yeah. so i love it i love it yep <clears throat> <laughs> jonathan was just kind of like you know, look, uh hadn't thought of that <laughs> yeah right, right? Yeah. also you know maybe uh not reading the Constitution at, at like they promised was maybe one of the concessions he had to make to the crazies to get well, to be speaker. Well, they know. should have read it because it would yeah. be the first time some of them heard it. <laughs> right. Probably, yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you asked them what they thought of it, they would say it was a commie manifesto. Right. Wow. Except except for the Second Amendment. Right. So. Right. So, but you know, we need to get on to talk about the really important news this week. <laughs> Say it again. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the parent company for M&M's, Mars, uh, has oh, no. debuted new feminist bags of, quote, celebrate women everywhere who are flipping the status quo. The new brand features an all-female lineup of M&M characters. One includes green and brown M&M's holding bags on the beach. Because I guess that's all we do as women. <laughs> Right? I don't know. <laughs> Hang out together and go to the I mean, that's not what we're doing right now. Exactly. But anyway, a purple M&M has added, uh, was added to push acceptance and inclusivity. Okay. Yeah. When you look at the package, the women are upside down. And I understand flipped, but thank you very much. We stand on our own. We don't need to be shown on a package looking crazy upside down. <laughs> I, I mean, if, if this is what you need for jungles. validation, an M&M that is a color that you think is associated with feminism, then I'm worried about you. I think this is the kind of thing that makes China say, like, oh, good, keep focusing on that. Yeah. Keep focusing yeah. on giving people their own color M&Ms uh, while we, you know, take over all of the mineral deposits in the entire world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want chocolate without commentary and, and coffee without Latin. Issues? I don't want a venti. I want a grande. I want a small, medium, or large. I don't know about you guys, but when I when I was smarted by a congressman right here, that's where I live. When I was a young girl, I, I was like, when I grow up, I want to be the purple M M&M, and M. So that was. <laughs> 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 
sweet. It's a <laughs> No, I'm joking. No, when I look at M&M's, I'm just like, I'm going to eat them. It's going to taste delicious. This is ridiculous. But to Martha's point, but China's also pushing all this through TikTok. But anyways. Absolutely. Can we just have something nice for a change? Can we just enjoy M&M's without having to be something bigger? Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, um, I, you know what, the, once again, they're also stripping everyone of agency, because remember they took the heels off Mrs. Green, or, or Green <gasps> Eminem, however you said Mrs. Green, oh, right, they, had, they put her in sneakers, off. because wearing heels oh was somehow detrimental, because women who choose to wear heels must not be able to think for themselves, right? They must be doing it for a bad reason. Everything about this is wrong. And also, we already have the California raisins being all the different sizes. We don't need the M&Ms to be different sizes, too. I can't right? keep They're up with it all. They're all the same size in the back. Who cares? I keep up being crazy. Now I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? What the hell was Seriously? that? Seriously? That was Harris Faulkner on Fox News complaining about the, the dedicated package of... Women's M <laughs> or women M Ms. Candy people, candy, just candy. I gotta right. tell you, growing up in my household, we were not allowed to have Mars candy because the Mars family were fascist Nazis. I think is how my dad put it, and um, so it really bothers me. Bothers me that now I'm going to be putting a Mars product, M Ms, on my avocado toast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look what they've made me do. Oh, my gosh. You know, and you know, and the thing is, there was one part there where I was just like, wait a minute. So, yeah. So the reason the 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 M&Ms dressed as females are upside down on the package is because what's an M upside down? <laughs> a W. Hello. <laughs> You, simply put, are a short-sighted, utterly useless, oxygen-wasting, human form of pollution, a Darwin Award-deserving, selfish coward. No! 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 Dumb scum! When I was a kid, there were no purple M&Ms. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't remember purple. Does anyone else who had m uh, I don't know. We weren't allowed to eat them. Oh. Well, there was another <laughs> clip I didn't play, but they were complaining about about a, a picture from 2015. A picture from a, a picture that Mars posted on Twitter from 2015 after the Obergefell ruling of the two female M&Ms holding hands on a park bench. Oh, and they're so oh, upset. Wow. Oh, my God. Lesbian M&M's. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> what are we going to do? They're candy. They're not real. They're cartoons. You better, you better keep them away from the purple Teletubby. That's all I know. And oh you, better not, you better not get those near Don't a gas station. started on the Teletubbies. And you better not get but those, I love, I, I... <laughs> those near right. a gas stove. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I always used to say, if if a Republican can't stand up to M&M's, how can they stand up to Bin Laden? Right. Oh, God, it's just... Well, they don't have Bin Laden to stand up to anymore, so they got to stand up to an M&M. Right, right. Well, Rachel Maddow was... uh, I'm sorry? Sorry. No, is it changed gears here? Never mind. Oh, no, finish your thought, right? Sorry. Oh, oh, no, it has nothing to do with nothing. Go on. <laughs> right. So Rachel Maddow put it in context Monday night about yeah. this, uh, the mega hysteria over these Biden documents. Well, um, in, including what Republicans in the House may be trying to do in that body 
to try to protect former Trump from some of the federal criminal investigations that involve him. Along those lines, there was a brief flurry of excitement on the right this afternoon when CBS News was first to report that the U.S. Justice Department had started investigating the discovery of classified documents found at a think tank called the Penn Biden Center. This is effectively where President Biden had his office in Washington after serving as vice president in the Obama administration. He vacated offices there effectively when he declared his run for president in 2020. But the Penn Biden Center is sort of the Biden home in DC in terms of his work life out of office. Well, on November 2nd, lawyers for President Biden, lawyers who work for him in his personal capacity, were reportedly packing up some of the office space that the vice president used at the Penn Biden Center. In so doing, they found classified documents there, classified documents that they say were in a locked closet inside those offices mixed in with some non-classified documents. This is, of course, a weird set of circumstances, but that's what they say happened. The White House has since confirmed the basics of this account, as have other news organizations after CBS News was was first to break the story. The reason this created a lot of excitement on the right, briefly tonight, is that it immediately created a perceived whataboutism defense for President Trump. President Trump is under federal criminal investigation for, apparently— deliberately hoarding hundreds of classified documents at his home in Florida, including refusing to hand them over after National Archives told them he had to, even after they subpoenaed him to get those documents. So there was this sort of brief excitement on the right tonight that they thought they had a new defense, right? Oh, it's supposedly so bad what Trump did at Mar-a-Lago with all the nuclear documents and stuff. But look, Joe Biden's just as bad. Why aren't they serving search warrants on President Biden the way they did on former President Trump? As I said tonight, a a brief flurry of excitement on the right about this prospect when this news broke about the Penn Biden Center. The reason it was only a brief flurry of excitement is because in President Biden's case, uh, he and his lawyers appear to have actually done the right thing Mm -hmm. when it comes to these classified documents. Um, Biden's lawyers say they discovered these documents among his vice presidential papers at his office at the Penn Biden Center on November 2nd. The White House Counsel's Office then notified the National Archives that same day about what had been found. The National Archives apparently did not even know these documents were missing and had not been seeking their return. The the Archives took custody of that material the following morning, and that appears to be it. Attorney General Merrick Garland has asked one of the last remaining Trump-appointed U.S. attorneys to review the discovery of these documents at the Penn Biden Center. But it does not sound like it's an adversarial process at all. Uh, The White House says it is cooperating fully with the National Archives and with the Department of Justice on the review. And again, this was not as it was in Trump's case, the archives desperately seeking the return of materials that Trump was blowing off, and, and Trump was blowing off those requests, and then ultimately blowing off the subpoena to return all those documents. These appear to have been documents that were into, inadvertently held at the Penn Biden Center, discovered by Biden's attorneys. They notified the White House, which notified immediately the National Archives, that these documents were in the wrong place. The archives moved immediately to retrieve them. That appears to be the sum total of it, at least as far as we know. But again, the White House says they are cooperating fully with the archives and with the Justice Department on reviewing the situation. Again, we will bring you more on this if we learn more about it tonight. But 
the brief euphoria on the right that this would somehow you know, exonerate Trump by whataboutism, uh, it's already turning into a bit of a hangover because of the stark contrast between the actions of the current mm-hmm. president and the former guy when it comes to classified material. Unless you're Andrew Mitchell or Chuck Todd. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. Not just them. A little Pollyannish, I'm afraid. And not yeah. just them. I mean, this morning also, it was the whole whataboutism as well. Uh, apparently, like, one more document was found. One you page. Believe one page. The kind of breathlessness that they were reporting this, and uh, <clears throat> and then I heard this is classic whataboutism. Then I heard them say, "Oh, but who had access to that closet? Who could have yes. just been walking by and went into the closet and started rummaging around for a secret?" I, and they were being serious. Did you did, well? Did you hear James Comer this week? He says, "Oh, the reason those documents were in Joe Biden's garage is because Hunter Biden was living there." Yeah, they <laughs> but, were going to do that, and wait, of course, what? they don't say anything about uh, uh, <clears throat> you know the, the Trump kids and um, Kimberly. I mean, I, Kimberly. Look, look at Kimberly. Oh my God! Oh, don't you love though how Republicans can shift from? cognitively impaired sleepy Joe to criminal mastermind Joe yeah, in a nanosecond. Yeah. Yep. He's sleepy and he's playing fifth dimensional chess. Right. Yes. Oh. Or how quickly it went from it's just a document storage uh, story yeah. to yeah. we're going to have a subcommittee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yep. the bottom it's gonna line turn is out, it's going to turn out it's going to be uh, Podesta's risotto recipe without milk. Yeah. Well, and the bottom <laughs> line is what's going to happen is this, this special counsel that, that Garland appointed is going to come in and see that there's nothing and come back and just file a report and say, I hope so. Yeah. I hope you so. Know. Probably. I just keep thinking he was Rosenstein's deputy, and that really makes me feel confident. Yeah. Not. That's the only thing that worries me, too. But. But uh, anyway, you, you know this brings up there. If there's nothing there. Right. There's, there's nothing, nothing there. there. But well, but and- let me let me just say this real real quick, and I think Matt, because he knows that messaging matters. Um, <clears throat> what is it about this thing that you know Democrats can only be judged by a Republican, and Republicans can only be judged by a Republican? I. Yeah. It's just really. That's- <clears throat> it, it it doesn't like reach across the aisle and promote bipartisanship is the way I feel. Yeah, I don't know if it's a, a messaging issue so much as a, Democrats seem to unilaterally disarm a little too much. I mean, they're the ones that that always seem to have a Republican Secretary of Defense and yeah, a Republican yeah. FBI yes. director, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, they I, you know I think the. They're the ones caving too much or being too gentlemanly. I think that's a little quaint now. I think we're, mm-hmm. we really should have moved beyond that. Yeah, yeah they're, the, they're the ones that get rid of your senator because of something he did when he was a comedian. Uh-huh. But you keep George yes. Santos. Yeah, a clowning photo. Yes, thank yeah. you. But you keep George Santos because, uh-huh. my God, he, has, he, he was elected by 142,000 people who absolutely didn't know who he was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There you and, go. and and we can't have him going when he when we only have a four seat majority. <laughs> because if he vacates right. if he if he resigns, I can guarantee you uh, the blowback is gonna be a Democrat's gonna win that special election. 
And then now they I, only I have sort of, a, I sort of have, remember in the midst of uh, Nancy having such a bare majority, even having to deal with people who had like a stroke. Right. You know, and and right. and 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 that like, you know, you can't bring them to the floor to the vote. That vote's not there. Right. And she was still able to navigate all of this. Well, you know, like so, I said, I mean, the thing is, is, you know, they may have the majority now, but there's no guarantee that they're going to have the majority the whole two years. Because that's in, the what, last, in the last Congress. That's exactly right. In the last Congress, there were 17 congressmen who did not, or congressmen or women, who did not finish their terms. Now, mind you, some of them mm-hmm. were people who took cabinet jobs like Deb Haslam or Marsha Fudge or whatever, you know, but, but some of them were people who died like Don what from Alaska or some of them, who knows, who knows if Jack Smith starts, starts (laughs) indicting folks. (laughs) Yes. I was going to say, yep. But then, then is there going to be some sort of OLC secret memo that says that you can't indict, you know, an insurgent? Because it might upset the balance of power. Because it well, might. Well, wait till they find out that George Santos is the Zodiac killer. Right. Oh. Oh, there you go, Joe. Here, we're James Carter. They're gonna find out. They're gonna find out that Santos is really JFK Jr. Yeah. Is that <laughs> a, yeah. And as I said, the Pope, right? Oh, Here's fellow New Yorker Dan Goldman just earlier today. We haven't seen a single um, movement on the part of Republican leadership. George Santos cast the deciding vote for Kevin McCarthy so that he could become Speaker of the House. So they have wrapped their arms around him. George Santos needs to be held accountable for his lies. Dan Goldman is one of two House Democrats who have filed an ethics complaint against Santos. So let's discuss with this and more with Democratic strategist James Carville, who helped elect former President Bill Clinton in the early 90s, and he gets us smarter every time he's here. James, how do Republicans solve a problem called George Santos? What should they do and what will they do? I'd like to see the guy's passport. How do we know that he's a citizen? I mean, maybe he is and maybe he has a passport, but I haven't seen it. Uh, The second thing is, I I think he's just a perfect instrument to expose the rot that is the modern Republican Party. And I think also Gove and all of them should just keep hammering away. And of course, they can't do anything about it because they have to have his vote and just use him, you know, as a political pinata and just keep hitting it and hitting it and hitting it and keep asking the Republicans. Let's see your passport. What about this? What about that? Yeah, I think he's more valuable there than he is gone. I really do. That is truly sick. It may be true, but it's sick. That is true. (laughs) He's not going to get any serious committee appointments, just maybe judiciary. That's not too serious. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well... But the problem is he gets the vote. That's what yep. Carville said. That yeah. That's why Republicans yeah. won't want to get rid of him. I mean, it's but kind of the same thing that happened to Clarence Thomas. People said when he first got put on the court, oh, he'll be such damaged goods. And, well, yeah. guess what? He, he gets the same vote as everybody else. So I don't agree with Carville that he should, that Santos should stay in pinata and that somehow more hurtful than if he's gone. If he's gone, I don't want to dox myself, but this uh, New York 3 is the district I grew up in. And uh, that district flip-flops pretty much 50-50, Democratic and Republican. 
So there's a damn good chance if, if Santos was out of there that a Democrat, as I think Tim said, would win yep. a special election. Right. Well, I know they're scrambling to find a Republican, but uh, they didn't have one against Santos. Right. Yeah. All they have yeah. to do is go to Brazil. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh. Right. Well, the Nassau County Republicans. For the third district. The lies George Santos told are too numerous to count. He lied to me personally when he sought my endorsement. And while I'm offended and disgusted at his deceit, my true concern is for the residents of the third congressional district. He has betrayed no. the public's trust and given insincere, glib and insulting answers when asked legitimate questions about his finances and his background. By all accounts, he seems incapable and unwilling to take full responsibility for his lies and fabrications. Beyond all that, he is under local, state, and federal investigations as serious questions have arisen about his campaign finances. There's absolutely no way Mr. Santos can be an effective member of, of Congress and represent the people who elected him. The longer he remains in office, the longer the residents of the third congressional district will suffer. Mr. Santos, haven't you done enough harm? I call on Mr. Santos to immediately resign. There you go. Sorry, I hit the buzzer there by mistake. I meant to hit the ding. <laughs> yeah, but, no, uh, you hit it. <laughs> my mistake. I heard that too. And of course, mistake. his response his response to that was um, he doesn't represent his local uh, Republican leadership mm. that uh, 140 some odd thousand people in his district uh, are a bunch of rubes and he's not giving them up, man. Look what they've already given me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, we'll see. Like I said, yeah. I think the only way he's going to be out of there is to be indicted. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, maybe okay. not even then. Yeah, who knows? So, but then uh, old Lindsey Graham was over on Fox News. Oh, boy. And she was clutching the pearls with her. <gasps> Clutch the pearls. <laughs> because oh, uh, she boy. was trying to, she was trying to uh, explain the differences between Biden and Trump's classified documents. Trump for mishandling classified information. After this has gone down dramatically. Well, it, to be fair, there were other reporters in the room who did ask questions about this. They were summarily shut down. And, and most of the coverage that I've seen uh, in other places is about how very different these two situations are. They say, you know, the former president um, was stonewalling, returning these documents. They had been requested. They've been negotiating over it for quite some lady. time. Um, and that that's the difference. So, so comment on that for me, if you would, first. And then I have another question. Okay. Well, number one, I mean, um, can you imagine if this happened? The bottom line here is that Peter did not get <laughs> shut down. The more she talked, the more absurd the excuse became. <laughs> that is true. The bottom line here, she also said that President Biden has done more to secure the border than any president. You know, that's an out-and-out -out lie, and everybody knows it. So it's pretty frustrating right now. So uh, uh, God bless Peter for pushing. The answers given by the White House are nonsensical. If there's not a special counsel appointed to find out how this happened uh, with President Biden regarding classified information, uh, there is going to be a lot of ink. It will hurt the country. Garland, if you're listening, 
If you thought it was necessary, Attorney General, to appoint a special counsel regarding President Trump, then you need to do the exact same thing regarding President Biden when it comes to handling classified information. What he meant to say was... Trump is a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what he meant to say. Yeah. Once upon a time, huh? Yeah, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But it's just a little bothersome that maybe Merrick was listening because I keep thinking 18 months, almost two years before he called a special counsel on... uh, Dear well, old Donnie. The only reason he called and, a special uh, on that. Uh, two reason, months. Two months uh, for Joe. Yeah, but so. the only reason he called a special counsel for for Trump is because he announced he's running for president in 2024. So, you know, I mean. Yeah. That's a, that's why. Oh, okay. So, so there you go. And then, uh, in other words, uh, Trump would still not be under. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm not so sure about the special counsel thing either. I'm with uh, Joe about that, Uh, but we'll see. I mean, I you know if 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 this one appointed to uh, look look into Joe's dealings uh, doesn't find anything. On the other hand, well, this isn't an exception to the rule, isn't it? That uh, normally you wouldn't appoint a special counsel unless you think that there's been a crime involved. Right. And in this situation, it's supposed to be different, except everybody out there in Foxland looks at it as like Joe committed a crime. Mm-hmm. Why else would there a special counsel be right. appointed? Exactly. Well, except, except they're going after him. Like he's, uh, I don't know, the devil incarnate. I mean, this, this guy, uh, Hey, what's his name again? Huff. Huff. Or, her, oh, her, her. There right. you go. Ben, her. Um, yep. I, you know, I like I said, he was Rosenstein's deputy, but there apparently they think because he might apply the law because it's the law instead of you know the dictate from Mar-a-Lago. I mean, they, they've actually gone after that guy in a, you know some pretty heinous ways already. Well, and he's hardly even on the job. Well, but I, I think that honestly, um, when I heard about this and the more I heard about it and just the drip, drip, drab of, oh, well, then there's another document here. Then there's another. Doc- this is all just fishy. This just sounds too fishy to me. Yes. And, rep- it and yep. Representative uh, Hank Johnson said it here. My response to it all is that alleged classified documents showing up allegedly in the possession of uh of uh, Joseph Biden, uh, you know, I mean, there's so much that needs to be um, investigated, and um, and that's that's what I call for is for everything to be investigated. But I'm suspicious of the timing of it. I'm I'm also aware of the fact that things can be planted on people, P- places and things can be planted, um, or things things can be planted in places. Uh, and then discovered conveniently, that may be what has occurred here. I'm not ruling that out, but I don't. I'm I'm open in terms of the investigation needs to be investigated. Right. Well, uh, all I kept thinking all week was James O'Keefe. Right. Mm. Then that sound something like something he would do. I'm not saying it is, but it just it just to me the whole thing smelled. <laughs> 
Remember how? Yeah, that's remember that's how, a lot more believable than you know <laughs> Secret Service. Well, didn't how did James? Out. Did we ever find out how James O'Keefe suddenly got a hold of uh, Biden's Ashley Biden's diary? Diary. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, and see, this is the other thing is that Hunter's laptop Stinks. is hacked and then it's leaked about what's in it. And then actually Biden's diiary is literally stolen out of a room yep. mm-hmm. and yeah, then it's leaked. And now we're hearing about these documents with Joe. And once again, yep. it's a little too convenient in terms of timing mm-hmm. yep. because I think mm-hmm. the, the, the judge from the Hague mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has uh uh-huh. has has some really. You <laughs> see, mm-hmm. he's he's got an edict and he's got some information and it yeah. may not stop at uh, good good old Donnie two scoops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can hope. Yeah. That's exactly right. I think what's going on here is that somebody got wind of uh, an indictment coming down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, be. also, I'm don't just... you think it's convenient that that said orange man seems to know more about what's in these documents yes. than everybody yes, else. else. Well, as, Bur- as Burowitz pointed out, <clears throat> he thinks it's more gre- grievous that uh, uh, Biden had them because Biden reads. Ah. But you did hear what Trump, uh, you, you know what Trump is going to tell uh, Jack Smith when he's indicted? What? And also, also you too, because it's like, how many cases do you have? Many, many cases. And I know the statements are vi- vi- no. that very, very made that, that were that you made. Keep Trump busy because of a, because this is how you defeat him. You keep him busy with litigation. So I'll be suing you also, but I'll also be suing you very, Strong, very strongly as soon as this is over. But I'll be suing you also. Please and Jack Smith up. and Jack Smith will say, "Are you done?" <laughs> Well, he's already he's already said that his wife is like, like a witch, and and his wife's sister is like an even bigger Trump hater. And I, oh, <laughs> I guess that's a, a course in at law school, right? right? How I, to but, sue, and then how to sue strongly, right? But at the same time that Trump was saying this, we were hearing these breathless accounts about an oil stain right next to Joe's Mustang, right. Just crazy. Oh my God, there's an oil stain right there. Right, right there. And then uh, this is this little quick uh, clip that uh, that AOC put out. I do think it's funny that like absolute utter Republican meltdown where they're like, you can take my gas stove or my cold dead hands or how <laughs> dare you talk about gas stoves. You have a gas stove. First of all, first of all, I rent, period. Second of all, though, it doesn't even matter because by that logic, these are the same people who would have said we should have never gotten rid of leaded gasoline. Right. There we go. Just yep. because someone may have driven a gasoline car. Science evolves and gives us new knowledge with time. Correct. Thank you. Correct. You know? Thank you. <laughs> Let me, oh, my God. Can, can I give a professional take on this? Yes, I mean, none, first of all. Nobody's gas range is going to be taken away. They're going to be phased out eventually because well, technology does that. Well, you know okay. what happened? My condo in DC, when it was gutted in 1980 and turned into four condos, they took all mm-hmm. the gas lines out. Yeah. And it's all yeah, electric. I, there, there's there's no gas ranges when you're on a wooden yacht out on the bay. For well, instance, the know. new construction <laughs> is not going to have gas lines for a gas. Exactly. Car. But in 
you know, now, now in a professional kitchen, of course, you know, you generally wanted gas coming in and the BTUs were much higher. That's why when you go into a Chinese restaurant and you get like a really good hot walk, you can't get that at home because the BTUs are, are considerably less. That stated, none of these uh, issues that are being bandied about now as if they're new were unknown back then. To have a uh, commercial kitchen, just to be prudent, even before the city or anybody came in, you wanted that thing vented mm-hmm. because you didn't want gases just mingling about in a closed kitchen. You can't have that. So, I mean, n- none of it's new and everybody should have, you know, they should vent their kitchen in whatever way. If your hood is just pushing it back into the room, open up a window if you can and, you know, open a door or whatever. So it's all prudent, but, but I got to tell you my experience in the gas range wars or whether you could cook a T-bone or a rack of lamb. Right. And that's history. There you go. Oh, the, the gas stove wars. You got your the gas range wars. Yeah. You did the cattlemen against the sheep, Thomas. Yes. Well, it seems like every week is going to be Republican outrage. What, what are they mad about now? Oh, God. Right. Well, who knew that when Republicans were campaigning about high gas prices that this is what they really meant? This. Did you hear? Yeah. What did you hear about the, or did you see the, the um, the bill that they were drafting in the House <laughs> to oh, make it to make it illegal to ban gas stoves? <laughs> oh. oh my God! And this, and then one of the one of the Republicans posted the on Monday on Twitter. She goes, "We just we just defunded eighty seven thousand IRS agents." And my thought is, it's a good thing I'm not on Twitter anymore because my response would have been, no, you didn't, you idiot. You you, you created a piece of paper that's going in Chuck Schumer's trash can and will never amount to anything. <laughs> there's actually, there's actually uh, tragic as it may sound, there's a few well-known people who said that they were not going to give up their gas stoves and no one, and nothing, nothing was going to take it from them. And their house and their gas stove got washed away in a big mudslide because of the rains. Right. Mm, oh, well. There you go. Hmm. So I'm just saying karma is karma. Well, there you it's go. It's not but either good or remember, bad. It just is karma. Remember, do you well. all remember rotary dial phones? Yes. <laughs> what do we remember? I mean. Still, still have one. <laughs> oh, I still t- have one, too, but it doesn't work. But, I mean, yeah, they disappeared. They went away, you know. Mm-hmm. I push buttons now and, you know, touch screens. And- Do you remember flip phones, Francie? <laughs> um, <laughs> my husband still has a flip phone. Oh, okay. Right. It's a little better than, you know, the original ones, but <laughs> it's a flip phone. You know, when I was born in the 50s, you know. I was hi- born in the 50s, too. Hydropower here in the Northwest <clears throat> proved to be the least expensive of the energy types to have. I mean, regional energy uh, was, I mean, that's our history, I suppose, right? So it's going to be hard to get electricity to places that don't have, like, a natural resource, like, you know, running water or whatever. I, I suppose you could have windmills. That's how you generate electricity. But nonetheless, um, you know, Growing up and cooking on electric stovetops and induction stovetops, uh, ceramic stovetops, convection ovens, you know, those, you'd never know Hmm. that you were cooking in something other than 
than gas. I know. The technology has advanced, kids. Yes. Well, and uh, Joe, we always – we always say you get your news from the late night shows. So mm-hmm. I thought we'd close out with Stephen Colbert. With all the problems in the world, Fox News remains laser focused on the big issue. M&Ms have gone woke. Oh, God. First of all, no, they haven't. Second, if any candy is woke, isn't it the one that tells you to taste the rainbow? Thank you. Here's what they're griping about. Here's what they're grappling out. In honor of International Women's Day, M&M's is releasing its first ever all-female packs featuring M&M's female characters upside down with the slogan, supporting women flipping the status quo. Okay. All right. I guess so. Fine. This is obviously just a ploy to sell more sugar by being socially conscious. It's just like in the 80s when the Kool-Aid man took on the South African government. Apartheid, oh no! (laughs) So, (laughs) so, where's his Nobel Prize? (laughs) Come on. He's robbed. So, I mean, the packaging is dumb but harmless, right? Not according to Fox News host Harris Faulkner. When you look at the package, the women are upside down. And I understand flipped. But thank you very much. We stand on our own. We don't need to be shown on a package looking crazy upside down. <laughs> no, we don't need to look crazy. We need to look sane, you know, complaining about candy packaging on a news network. <laughs> Normal. Oh, come on. Really? Another thing they're upset about over there was this photo of these two female Eminem mascots, okay, holding hands there. Keep in mind, this tweet is from 2015. So naturally, they were complaining about it yesterday. (laughs) Apparently, there's new lesbian characters. Um, It's a female empowerment. I just didn't know that when I was eating like an orange right now, is this orange a man or a woman? Easy. It's easy, Pete. The ones with an M, okay, right there. The ones with an M, those right there, those are for men, okay? And the women, the women have a W, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Lady candy. And come on, Pete, we're all adults. We know all candy is gendered, okay? First of all, Snickers. Woman. Milk duds, milk dudes, okay? Three musketeers, a polyamorous gay thruple. Baby Ruth, not sure. The gender reveal started a series of wildfires in California. And candy corn, you got yourself a bag of clitorises. Oh, that was great. Okay. Oh, God. Francie, you got your hyperventilation bag there. <laughs> yes. It was fun. He's funny. Come he on. Is. Well, he you is. know, Almond Roca is for the gals and Snickers are for the guys. No. Because the only thing that will keep the, the guys from going off. <laughs> Eat a Snickers. You're getting angry. So, Francie, tell people where they can check you out. Um, I am still on Twitter until the bitter ends. I am on Mastodon. Same name. I'm on 
Instagram, peek in Facebook once in a while, Twitch, Discord, and, you know, wandering around in my yard aimlessly. Wondering what the hell is going on. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Francie. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And Justice? Thanks for having me as well. You can find me on Twitter still at Justice Putnam, uh, on Mastodon through Netroots Radio. You can find me on Facebook and, of course, uh, Netroots uh, Radio five days a week for West Coast Cookbook and Speakeasy. And find me over there on Daily Co's. I'm the poetry editor for Black Co's. All right. Thank you, Justice. And Matt. Well, when I'm not putting peanut butter in my chocolate, <laughs> I can be found at messagingmatters.com and now at the hairy beast at messagingmatters at mstdn.social. All right. Thank you, Matt. And Joe? You can find me on Mastodon at Marnus3. And you can find me on Facebook and on WordPress, jsantorsa.wordpress.com, where you find the Clown Car Update every week and Friday night, 7 to 10 Eastern. I'm on, it came from Cleveland, only only on Radio for Humans. All right. Thank you, Joe. And uh, you can follow me on uh, Mastodon, Tim Cormall at mastodon.lol. And you can also follow me on uh, Facebook or the Twitter. But I will tell you this much. If you want to get blocked, follow me and then immediately start sending me instant messages. <laughs> <laughs> that will get you blocked because I don't do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> oh my God. I don't need your crypto. <laughs> yeah, really. Or whatever you're selling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Russian Thank rides. So anyway, uh, so with that, we'll close out with Lauren's song of the week, Crazy Town. Check her out, LaurenMayer.com, and take it away, Lauren, and we will see you all soon. Now the house is run by the right wing GOP. Finally got a speaker with no spine or energy. Kevin's craving, so we gave him to a fringe that's really lunatic. Talking bad, talking bad, nothing but Hunter's laptop. What a moron. His dignity's gone. He'll rise above the nuts and clams. Won't show him much love in Crazy Town. Now he's mayor of Crazy Town. Dumbest player of Crazy Town. Thinks he'll rise above the nuts and clams. Won't show him much love in Crazy Town. are run by the loony Ku Klux Klan. They'll investigate, investigate, investigate everybody. Throwing out, throwing out ethics and integrity. 
get the whole safety net. More tax cuts, you bet. Kevin's mayor of Crazy Town. Dumbest player of Crazy Town. And now they threaten a big shutdown. If we don't give in to Crazy Town. Kevin's mayor of Crazy Town. Dumbest player. Hey, it's Lauren, and if you enjoyed this video or any of my weekly topical comedy songs, I hope you consider supporting them through my Patreon page, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help me continue to help you laugh at the news that would otherwise make you cry. And you can check out other ways to support my work by clicking more in the information section right below this video. Thanks!